Welcome to the Confident Swinger Podcast, the podcast that teaches you to grow your confidence and embrace your badassery so you can fully experience the wonderful world of the lifestyle. If you are a swinger and you want to stop holding back and start living out all your sexy dreams, then this show is for you. I'm Joe Levitt, your host, coach, cheerleader, and guide, and I'm super excited to take this journey with you. So get excited. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Confident Swinger Podcast, where we grow your self-confidence and badassery so you can fully experience the lifestyle of your choice, or so you can get out of your head and into their bed. I'm Joe Levitt, confidence coach for swingers and other sexy freaks, and I help people get over their fear and grab life and the lifestyle by the balls. And who doesn't want that? This is episode 30, taking one for the team. All right, let's set the scene. You're at a party. Your significant other has their eye on somebody. So you go over and you chat them up. As the night goes on, your significant other gets more interested and you get less interested. It's not that the other half of the couple isn't attractive because they are There's just no chemistry there. There's just no attraction. But the chemistry is definitely there for your partner and that half of the couple. So much so that you can feel it. You can feel that sexual energy and it kind of turns you on. So you're torn. You really want your partner to be happy. You want him to be able to experience this, to explore where this sexual chemistry might go You're turned on by your partner being turned on, but you're not turned on by this other person. And you guys are typically a play together, full swap kind of couple. And so is this other couple. So it's clear that the expectation is that if one of you plays, everybody plays, which also means if you don't play, your partner doesn't get a play either. You step aside with your partner to chat. They tell you in no uncertain terms that they are ready and willing to do this. And then they ask you what you think. And again, you're torn. If you tell her you aren't interested in the other half of the couple, you know it's game over and nobody gets to play. But there's really not much attraction there for you. What's a guy to do? (sighs) Keep listening. That's what we're going to talk about today. On every episode, I will be wearing new podcast panties. In honor of New Year's Eve and party time, today my podcast panties are bright pink sparkly briefs with strings on the side. Very, very sexy. Very celebration. I also like to start the show with a little warning. Partly because this is going to have some adult content since it's a show for swingers. Hello, the confident swinger. And also because I cuss like a fucking sailor, especially when I'm passionate about something, which is a lot. So it's adults only for this ride. But I also like to give a warning because I believe in not sugarcoating my message. This show is designed to help you build your confidence, to help you grow into the amazing fucking flower that you really are. 
It's designed to help you embrace your badassery so you can get everything out of life and out of the lifestyle that you really want. But that change takes work. It takes effort. It takes being willing to dig deep into your own shit and recognize your own weaknesses. Because you can't fix a problem that you don't know exists, especially if you aren't willing to take your own responsibility for that problem and the role that you played in your current situation. So I'm going to push you and I'm going to make you think and I'm going to hopefully help you shift your perspectives on the way you feel about yourself and the way you feel about the lifestyle. And that's hard for some people to hear. They get butt hurt and they get offended and they get their feelings hurt. And I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm just, I'm not that kind of person. I'm the kind of person that's going to tell you what you need to hear and not what you want to hear. So if any of this sounds fucking awful to you, then maybe this isn't a show for you. Maybe you got lost and you thought you were wandering into a podcast about golf. Get it? Swinging? Like golf club swinging? Yeah. Anyway, wrong show. But it's a great excuse for you to see yourself out. And that's okay. Honestly, I don't take that personally. I know that I'm not for everybody and I'm totally okay with that. But if you want more out of life, if you want more out of the lifestyle, if you find yourself on the sidelines instead of balls deep in the action where you really want to be, then keep listening. And also, just a reminder, I'm a coach. I'm not a therapist or a counselor. I'm not here to help you with mental health issues. There are tons of other resources for that. And if you need that, I'd be happy to help point you in the right direction. I think therapy is fucking amazing and everybody should do it at some point in their life. But as a coach, my focus is more on your goals. It's more on where you want to go, on how you want your life to be. Then together, we can make a plan on how to get you there. I fucking love seeing the transformations my clients make. It is the best feeling in the world, even better than orgasms. Well, most orgasms, at least I've had some pretty full body orgasms that seem to go on and on and are pretty fucking life changing. And now that I've started talking about orgasms, I guess it's on. Get ready. It's Joe time. So today's show is about taking one for the team. So we better start by defining that. And like so many fucking things, especially lifestyle things, this one is a little subjective because it means different things to different people. So I'm going to give you a couple of different definitions. These are both from Urban Dictionary, but I think they're a pretty good representation of the two schools of thought. One, the act of someone willingly making a sacrifice for the benefit of others. Or two, the act of agreeing to otherwise non-consensual sex for the advancement of sexual relations in one's party. So, for the first definition, the act of someone willingly making a sacrifice for the benefit of others. In this case, it means being willing to take a sacrifice for the benefit of their partner getting sexual pleasure. The focus for this definition is more on the willing sacrifice. And for the second definition, the act of agreeing to otherwise non-consensual sex for the advancement of sexual relations in one's party. So you're agreeing to sex that you normally would not agree to so that somebody else, in this case your partner, 
can have the sex they want. And the focus for this definition is agreeing to otherwise non-consensual sex. It's having sex when you really don't want to, so that your partner can have the sex that they want to. So I've asked the question, are you willing to take one for the team? And I've read the comments from lots of people who've answered this question, especially in groups that I'm in on Facebook. And people feel very strongly one way or the other. There seems to be two schools of thought here. First school of thought, I'm willing to sacrifice to make my partner happy. Second school of thought, I'm not willing to sacrifice my body for anybody else's satisfaction. And like I said, people feel very strongly one way or the other. And there's merit to each one. And I think there's pros and cons of each. And like so many things in life, there's no right or wrong, cut and dried, one size fits all answer that works for everybody. So let's look at both of those schools of thought. That first school of thought, which is, I'm willing to sacrifice to make my partner happy. This usually applies when your partner has a strong attraction to one half of a couple, but you aren't super attracted to the other half. You aren't repulsed by them, you just aren't super attracted. You don't really feel strongly one way or the other. You're not turned off exactly, you're just not turned on. You're more concerned about your partner's happiness than you are about your own. You're turned on because your partner's turned on, but not because of the person that you're supposed to be playing with. You don't want to disappoint anybody and you don't want to make it awkward. You think that the means justifies the ends. Making sure that your partner is sexually satisfied is more important than making sure you are sexually satisfied. You know that if you don't take one for the team and step up and play with the other half, then your partner isn't going to get what they really want. And what they want is more important than what you want. So for you, it's a no-brainer. And they kind of think sex is kind of like pizza. Even bad pizza is still pretty good. So sex without a strong attraction is still sex. So those are all thoughts related to that first school of thought that I'm willing to sacrifice to make my partner happy school of thought. So let's look at the second school of thought, which is I'm not willing to sacrifice my body for anybody else and I don't want my partner to either. Usually the people that believe strongly in this think that nobody should have to sacrifice their body to make anybody else happy. Even if there is a strong attraction, your significant other isn't going to feel good about playing if they know that their partner isn't also enjoying the play. You think it's selfish to expect your partner to play with somebody they don't really want to for your own satisfaction. It's not going to be very good for anybody if both partners are distracted because they're thinking about their partner not being into it. Playing with somebody that you aren't actually attracted to kind of makes you feel dirty and used. Playing with somebody you aren't actually attracted to is also kind of dishonest to that person. This is an all for one and one for all kind of thing. So if everybody isn't completely on board, then it's not worth it. There will be other opportunities. And even if there aren't, you're still going home with your person for great sex. And also, what about that other person? The person who is sort of the pity fuck. 
they are most likely going to recognize that you aren't really that into them. And that's going to feel pretty shitty for them. So these are two different points of view, two different perspectives of the situation. That first situation is, yes, I would take one for the team because of this. Yes, I would take one for the team because I'm willing to sacrifice to make my partner happy. That second school of thought is, no, I'm not willing to take one for the team. And these are the reasons why. And guess what? There's no right or wrong. It's not my place or anybody else's place to say what's right for your relationship. It really just depends on the people involved. You really have three different entities in each relationship. You have one person, their thoughts, feelings, values, experiences, etc. You have the other person and their thoughts, feelings, values, experiences, etc. And then you have the couple. And the couple becomes their own entity with shared values and shared experiences and shared expectations. So it's important to look at each of those. And that means looking first into yourself and understanding how you feel about the situation and then talking to your partner to understand how they feel about the situation so that you guys can come together to decide how you together as a couple want to handle these sorts of situations. If you are going to be on team, it's okay to take one for the team or team, hell no, I would not take one for the team. Ultimately, it just depends on the couple. So as a couple, you need to decide on several things. You need to decide what you want. You need to decide how you feel. You need to define taking one for the team. You need to figure out what's important for you together and separately. And you need to decide what your rules and boundaries are. So if you decide that under the right circumstances, taking one for the team is acceptable to you both, then that's awesome. As long as you're both open and honest in your discussion and you agree together that it's acceptable, then it's no one else's place to judge your decision. You do what is best for you and your relationship end of story. And if you decide that taking one for the team is not right for you, you might want to look into some alternatives. Maybe you can play separately, either at the event or maybe in the future. Again, this is going to depend on your dynamic, on your wants and needs regarding the lifestyle, on your trust, on your comfortability, and on what you guys have agreed upon. But it might be an option for you. Or maybe the people who are very attracted can play while one or both of the other partners watch. I know I really like watching Chad with another woman, especially if he is really turned on. Or maybe you can talk to the couple about the possibility of an MFM or FMF. You won't know the other couple's dynamic if you don't ask. You don't have to say, I'm not attracted to you. Although I really think we should normalize this. It shouldn't be hurtful to hear that somebody is not attracted to you. Everybody's attracted to something different and you can't force chemistry. It's either there or it's not there. And a lot of times that chemistry has very little to do with looks. But 
I realize that not everybody has that level of self-confidence and some people are more sensitive and they take that shit personally and they get their feelings hurt. And I know that you're not looking to hurt anybody's feelings. I just think it sucks that being open and honest in a respectful way would still hurt people's feelings. But I know that it does or that it can. (laughs) Not everybody's hired me to help them embrace their badassery. Not everybody has that level of confidence, that level where you literally don't get your feelings hurt if somebody isn't interested in playing with you because you don't judge your own value or your own desirability on other people. Their opinions don't really matter that much to you. The only opinion that matters to you is yours because you know that you are pretty fucking great, flaws and all. And I'm a little off topic. Sorry. Anyway, what I was saying is you don't have to say that you aren't attracted to the other person. You can say, we're really looking to fulfill an MFM or FMF fantasy. How do you feel about that? And then always give them the courtesy of saying, we respect whatever you decide. We'll let you guys talk about it for a few minutes. And then give them time to decide and respect whatever decision they make. So even if you decide that taking one for the team is not for you, there are a few options if one person is very attracted and the other one isn't. I know that it's hard to find a four-way attraction. It's not impossible, and there are things that you can do to improve your odds, but it is difficult. Here are a few other things to think about. Sometimes taking one for the team is a form of people-pleasing, and it may come from a place of insecurity. Maybe not. I'm not saying that that's the case in every situation. But if you feel like you need to take one for the team, if you're putting the wants and needs of other people above your own all the time, If you're doing it because you feel like you have to and not because you want to, that might be a problem. I would suggest taking a deep look inside yourself to figure out how you really feel about it. And maybe go back and listen to last week's episode, episode 29 about people pleasing. Sometimes taking one for the team leads to resentment. Someone can feel resentful because their partner's getting something that they aren't which in this case is satisfying sex. I'm not saying that this always happens. It really depends on the situation and the relationship. But if it does lead to some feelings of resentment, you need to talk about that with your partner. Don't just keep it bottled up until you explode. Sometimes it can cause one or both people to keep track or to keep score. Like, I'll take one for the team this time, but I expect you to do it for me next time. And if that tends to be one-sided, it can cause issues in your relationship. Usually the problems arise when there's a pattern more than just a one-time thing, but you should be communicating with your partner every step of the way. Sometimes it can lead to jealousy, especially if one person is a little threatened by their partner having a strong attraction to the other person. This needs to be talked about if you guys want to stay in the lifestyle and you want to be happy together. Taking one for the team isn't the only thing that may lead to feelings of jealousy, of course, but it is something to watch out for. And sometimes it can cause fights, especially if one person says that it's okay in the moment and then is pissed about it later. 
and then blames their partner for doing something that they said they were okay with. And that's not fair. If you aren't okay with the situation, if you don't want your significant other to play with somebody for whatever reason, then fucking tell them. Right then, in the moment. Don't wait and deal with it later. Don't think that you're doing something nice for them if you're going to throw it up in their face and be pissed about it later. That's not how mature, responsible people act. That's not noble or nice. It's an asshole move. And maybe you didn't know that you'd be pissed in that moment. I totally get that. You never really know how you're going to respond to a situation. But as soon as you feel yourself starting to get angry, as soon as those negative thoughts and feelings and emotions come up, stop it. Stop the situation. Stop the play. A little awkwardness now is worth avoiding problems later. And there are ways that you can exit the situation gracefully. Again, it just takes a little planning. Being in the lifestyle, having a happy relationship in the lifestyle requires a tremendous amount of maturity, trust, and communication. And that means not avoiding talking about things that feel awkward and painful. So here are some taking one for the team tips for today. Tip number one, do some self-reflection and figure out how you personally feel about taking one for the team and why. Journaling or talking to a friend or a coach works great. Tip number two, after you've done that self-reflection, have an honest conversation with your partner about what they think taking one for the team means. An open, honest conversation. Don't just tell them what you think. Ask them what they think and why. And then listen. Tip number three. Talk about some scenarios that you may encounter and how you're going to respond to those. Having a plan and knowing what you will and won't do when those situations do come up will make that so much easier for everybody involved. I realize that you can't think about every possible scenario because you just don't know what may come up, but you can be prepared for the most common shit and you can be prepared to exit gracefully without making a scene. Tip number four, think about how that other person is going to feel. That person that you're playing with, even though you don't really want to. How would you feel if you were that person? And tip five, Stop judging people for playing differently or for thinking differently. It's okay to have different opinions. It's okay to state what those opinions are. It's not okay to attack somebody or to be angry or belligerent because they don't agree with you. Just because you're right doesn't mean that somebody else is wrong. Try to see it from the other person's perspective actually listen to what they're saying. Not listening to respond, listening to understand. It may not change your mind and that's fine. That doesn't always have to be the goal, but you will be more understanding and accepting and that should be the goal. Just like in so many aspects of the lifestyle, taking one for the team is a personal decision. What's right for you may not be right for somebody else. Instead of judging that, let's try to learn how other people think. You might learn something, or it might make you think about something completely differently than you ever have before. And that's how we grow. 
we keep learning and seeing things differently. Taking one for the team may mean different things to different people. To one person, it may seem like an act of love for your partner. And to another person, they may think it's never okay to sacrifice their body or anybody's body for somebody else's satisfaction. It's really a difference of perspective. It's okay to think differently. The world would be a pretty fucking boring place if we all thought alike. Playing in the lifestyle is a team sport. And that means to be successful, it takes the whole team, meaning everybody in the relationship, working together for the same goal. And that can't happen if you don't know what you want. And if you don't know what you are or are not willing to do. And if you don't know what you are or are not willing to let your partner do with or without you. And that means open, honest, effective communication. As always, guys, I'm here to help you if you need support. I'm here if you need a safe, judgment-free space to talk and be heard and understood. I'm here if you need help setting or achieving your goals. And I'm here if you need help embracing your badassery. That's my jam. Email me at joeattheconfidencewinger.com or you can connect with me on Facebook. I'll have my contact info in the show notes. Well, guys, that's it for today. I hope you liked the show and I hope it made you think. I am all about growing. Growing as a person, growing as a couple, growing in the lifestyle. And that growth can't come without education. It can't come without thinking about things in a different way and seeing things in a different way. Even yourself, especially yourself. The growth has to come from the individual first. You can't expect others to understand you if you don't understand yourself. I want you to embrace your badassery and make all of your sexy lifestyle dreams come true. But you got to do the work to make that happen. And something this life-changing, having this overwhelming sense of confidence, of, of knowing your worth and not being afraid to sh- of showing up exactly as you are, is going to take work, hard work, but it is so fucking worth it. If you're enjoying the show, please rate and review, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. If you've been listening and you haven't left a review What are you waiting for? It seriously takes like 30 seconds and your kindness will come back to you. And I'd love to give you some on-air love. It really helps the show get out to more people so they can embrace their badassery and feel fucking amazing too. And then we can all get laid more. I love you sexy freaks. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.